after quick shot score. This crowd explodes. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, an absolute gift. 21 seconds in. McDavid and Chuck scores. Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. It's Friday night. It's time to party. Here's what's going on in the NHL. Chicago leads Florida 2-0. That's early in the third period. One other game a little bit later. It is the Ducks and the Flames. Calgary fading fast in the playoff race. Curling tonight. Botcher's playing. He's from Edmonton, you know. He's taken on Dunstone from Manitoba. They are 1-1 after three. Also, the Team Canada ranked, skipped by Gushu, taken on Ontario, skipped by McEwen. 3-2 for Gushu. That is also after three. Uh, this is for seeding for the Page playoff system. I'm not going to lie to you. The Briar uh, format is not as straightforward as other sporting events. I get the Page playoff system, but they had, they're doing like a little playoff before the playoff. And this is it. Well, actually, there were games earlier today. Cooey got knocked out of the whole thing. He was the Alberta champion. Anyway, we'll keep you updated on those. They're showing Ontario and Canada on uh, TSN. So I'll, I'll follow the botcher game. I wish I could put the botcher game on. There should be a botcher channel that I could just check in at any point. Anyway, we'll keep you updated on the curling. That's fun. Oh, this is fun. Uh, I just got the uh, guest list for tonight handed to me. Chris Cuthbert is on the show. After the 6.30 news, Canadian broadcasting legend. Play-by-play -play voice for many incredible moments in Canadian sports history. The, the, the golden goal, Crosby and Vancouver being one of them. He's called a lot of NHL, a lot of CFL over the years. Used to work here in Edmonton. Uh, was a sports anchor. Did late night. I used to watch him late night sports on CBC all the time when I, I was in high school. Great guy. Great guest to have. Uh, saw him briefly last week. He was in town for that Wednesday night game between the Leafs and the Oilers. And I think the last time he was on air with me, he dropped into Studio 99. I think it was uh, before Game 3 of the series between the Oilers and the Flames, which he did the play-by-play -play for that one. So Cuthbert's going to be on the show tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's a big one tomorrow. Always fun when these two teams go head-to-head. -head. Uh, you know, two teams with uh, aspirations to do very well in the playoffs. Oilers beat them last week. And now playing in Toronto, 3.30 for the face-off show tomorrow. The game is at 5. That's going to be the highlight of my day tomorrow. Sunday, I, I, I always enjoy watching, uh, watching the Oscars. And uh, the Oscars are on Sunday. And, uh, of course, it's, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting because the guy who won, I don't know if you heard about this, the guy who won Best Actor last year, turns out he hit a guy shortly before he won the award. And, and they're not going to let him back in. So uh, Will Smith, so Will Smith is actually here tonight. He's uh, he's uh, just in the chair. So Will, uh, it, so if I if I get out of line, Will's going to take care of me. Don't worry, Will. I got it under control. No, no GI Jane jokes. Trust me. Okay. Just just sit there and enjoy the show. All right. So. Uh, Anyway, not at the Oscars, so Will Smith taking an inside sports in person. How are you doing tonight, everybody? I hope you're feeling as good as I am. Hey, if you want to get in touch, I'm happy if you do so. It requires a telephone. 
780-496-0063. That is the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Uh, or you could use a computer. Send me an email, insidesports at 630ched.com, and you can follow me on Twitter. You can message me there, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Wilkins spelled like Dominique, who was a guest on this show a few years ago. 780-496-0063. Angie Quinnell is down the hallway in the studio. Hey, Angie, how are you doing? I'm good, Reed. How you, are you? Can you see me waving from here? Uh, no, not at okay, all. Okay, we need to install a, a series of mirrors. That or just get an iPad. I have an iPad in here. We could FaceTime each other during the show. Right? Yeah, that'd be kind of, uh, well, I, don't, I was going to say interesting. Maybe just more weird. <laughs> we never know. We I guess never if we're know. both in on it, then it's okay. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, I hope you're doing great. It's nice to have you. You do a lot of hockey games on the weekend. Great to have you on board for uh, for something for Inside Sports. Thank you for having me. All right. That is, uh, well, can we chat a little bit more later? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I have some other things I have to talk about now, but maybe we can chat a little bit uh, more uh, later. Also, the uh, the Commonwealth Games are well. There's some there's discussion about having the Commonwealth Games in uh, in Edmonton and Calgary. Not until 2030. Kyle Schufelt will be on the show a little bit later on. Outstanding gymnast, one of Canada's all-time greats, won an Olympic gold medal in 2004. I want to talk to him about some of this stuff. Uh, it was I got this email earlier this week. There's uh, there's a group. They call themselves the No Alberta 2030 Commonwealth Games. That, and I'm reading this right off their press release. It, it says press release. Then the headline: No Alberta 2030 Commonwealth Games group formed. And uh, they're, they're, uh, it's the Alberta Institute, and then a couple groups calling themselves Common Sense Calgary, and then you have Common Sense Edmonton. I don't know if there are uh, Common Sense uh, people in other communities in Alberta, or if, or if maybe these are the only in the cities they had enough to actually form groups. So they have joined forces to form No Alberta 2030, which will oppose the use of any taxpayer funding for an Alberta bid to host the 2030 Commonwealth Games. And then they say that the Alberta Institute and Common Sense Calgary were two of the groups involved in the No Calgary Olympics campaign when hardworking taxpayers in Calgary decisively rejected hosting the 2026 Olympic Games. Maybe we should have somebody from these groups on the, on the show next week. It just sounds like they don't want to have any fun. It, it just sounds like they don't want to have any sports to watch. That, that's they, they should have just called themselves the the uh, well I guess they they couldn't have called themselves the No Fun League because sometimes the NFL back in the day when it wasn't as exciting used to get called that and they couldn't use NFL they just could have been the No Fun people the 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 No Sports people I don't know just sounds like they they don't want anybody to have any fun or have anything to watch in their cities that's what it comes across to me <laughs> uh, No Alberta 2030 that's the name of their group. Yeah. I don't know. Just sound like no fun people. Now, I get what they're doing. Look, in all seriousness, I get what they're doing. They don't want taxpayer money. They, they, don't want, they don't want any public money in anything to do with sports, I, I think, is, is, is kind of the, the gist of their argument when it comes to, uh, to anything. I just never heard of a group before. They said they stopped the, the Olympics from coming back to Calgary. I never really had heard of them before. But now they've branched out into Edmonton. So they got Common Sense Calgary and Common Sense Edmonton. I, I want to know if there's common sense groups in other cities. It seems like other cities in, in Alberta would have people who have common sense. Why don't they have groups? 
I think those people are left out. That makes me sad. All right, so the Oilers got a big win last night in Boston. Man, oh, man, they toughed that one out, didn't they? couple of goals that they didn't like giving up in the first period. Skinner with kind of a rare one that snuck through him on the first shot of the game. And then the uh, good old game management. They didn't handle the final 10 seconds of the first period really well. And they're down 2 nothing to a team that had not lost in regulation time when scoring first. Had not lost in regulation time when leading after the first period. Then the Oilers, okay, came out for the second period. You know, took advantage of a Boston uh, kind of a, well, maybe a bit of a lucky break. Guy fell down at the blue line. You get a four-on-one. You finish the chance. Okay, but you didn't give up any more goals. But still, you're down. You're down going to the third. And uh, the Oilers uh, are now, okay, so Boston has never this season lost in regulation after leading after two periods. And the Oilers won the game in regulation time. So they ended those three Boston streaks for this season. Not losing in regulation time scoring first. Not losing in regulation leading after one. Not losing in regulation leading after two. Pretty good. I thought that was a pretty encouraging game against the Oilers. I, I get asked this a lot. Brownie and I get asked after games. Well, could the Oilers beat Boston in a playoff season? Well, what if they had to play Tampa Bay? Look, if they get to that point and they're in the Stanley Cup final, well, they're doing pretty darn well. But I, I think at least a win last night and how they played Boston a week and a half ago in a 3-2 in a loss, which suggests to me that they can certainly play with the Bruins if, if it came down to that. And if it does come down to that, that's going to be pretty fun. But I thought it was encouraging because the Oilers had a couple bad things go against them. I mean, it would have been pretty easy to be quite dejected after the first period, but they came out and they said it in the postgame last night. Okay, we need one. Let's just get one. Cut the deficit. And then they're, they're within one. Okay, let's get one. Let's tie it up. So they didn't panic. They stayed patient. They, they got the saves from Skinner they needed after the first period, and, and then they were able to execute a couple of plays. Connor McDavid speaking today after practice in Toronto, and he is fine after colliding with uh, Derek Ryan last night. He is fine. He says he feels good. Uh, and he uh, commented on the win versus the Bruins and the message that it sends. Well, it says, you know, when we play the right way and we do the right things, we can play with anybody. You know, obviously that's uh, a real good team over there in a tough building under some uh, tough circumstances. Obviously being down two after after one is not ideal. It's not a recipe to win uh, against anyone, let alone a team like that. So, um, you know, we stuck with it. You know, uh, I thought uh, it was a great team win. All right, and Jay Woodcroft also had this to say about winning kind of a slower-paced game against the Bruins. The positive experience of finding two points in a tough building under tough circumstances. Uh, we felt we played a really good first period, and we found ourselves down kind of in dramatic fashion there in the point one second of uh, the, that first period. But what I liked was our persistence, our stick to our willingness to stay on task. Um, I thought we defended very well. We didn't give up much. And we were patient, poised, and professional enough to wait for the chances as they presented themselves and uh, in the end um, we found two goals in the third period and you know happy that we walked out of Boston with two points yeah I liked how we used that uh, alliterative phrase patient poised and professional to get the win over the Boston Bruins who certainly have all three of those qualities themselves McDavid shooting for a little history here when it comes to his point total and what about playing in Toronto always a lot of hype around that coming up on Inside Sports I'm 
Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. Connor McDavid has 54 goals and 70 assists this season. That adds up to 124 points. He has 16 games left in the regular season, assuming he plays all of them. Last year, he didn't play the last one because the Oilers had already clinched a playoff spot. But nonetheless, he needs 26 points in 16 games, which is certainly attainable because he had 27 points in 11 games before being held off the score sheet last night to get to 150 points. The last player to get 150 points in a season was a gentleman by the name of Mario Lemieux, and he did it back in the 1995-96 season. That's, this is an extremely rare feat to get to 150 points. And McDavid has a very realistic chance to do it. Wayne Gretzky did it a whole bunch of times. Like 10 times. There have been, this is the thing about Gretzky. There have been 16 150-point seasons in, H, in NHL history. 10 of them uh, by Gretzky. Or pardon me, uh, nine of them. Nine of them were by Gretzky. Uh, Lemieux did it four times, and then you had. I, I was checking this yesterday. I'd forgot this one guy had done it. Uh, Phil Esposito did it. Steve Eiserman did it, and Bernie Nichols got to 150 points in 88-89. Obviously, playing with Gretzky made the math really easy. 70 goals, 80 assists. He was plus 30. So anyway. Regardless of how many people have done it, it's happened 16 times in a season, 150 points. McDavid has a chance to uh, make it 17. He's in Toronto. You know the story. It's the center of the universe. Everybody, I don't know if you know this, people don't watch hockey games unless they're played in Toronto. So that's why there's so much hype around this tomorrow because everybody's going to see McDavid playing. Don't get to see him otherwise. Uh, Anyway... I'm sorry, Will. I'll try not to be so sarcastic. Will Smith's getting a little fired up over here. Uh, But McDavid was asked, does putting on a show in Toronto really matter? I want an Edmonton Oilers win. That's all I want. Um, You know, and if uh, that's how it works out, personally, great. If not, you know, and I got to play a a lesser role that... uh, you know that's that's great too. You know uh, the, the the biggest thing is coming in here and and winning a big game against a good team in a tough building. Um, you know, so uh, that's our focus. Yeah, I mean, look, McDavid clearly wants points. He knows if he gets more points, that there's a better chance of the team winning. But last night, he'll he's fine going into Boston and being held off the score sheet and the team getting a win with a lot of depth contributions on the score sheet and just other guys who made an impact on the game. We're going to talk about that too, but first, Jay Woodcroft with some thoughts on McDavid's season. He's taken it to a different level this year. Um, I think everybody goes to the goal scoring, which is, you know, that speaks for itself, the the pace that he's on right now. Um, but I would go to uh, just the leadership side of things, him um, stepping that part of his game up. It's not just about setting an example for Connor McDavid. It's about, um, you know, pushing teammates to do things the right way. And um, that's something as a coach I, I'm privy to, I get to see. Um, and uh, I just see someone who's, you know, taking a real step uh, on that side of things. And uh, on the ice, what he's doing is spectacular. Um, And I don't think it should be lost on anybody with what we're seeing in his regular season performance right now. 
All right. Well, incredible season by McDavid and and clearly and Derek Ryan referenced it earlier this week after the the Buffalo game. His leadership, his day to day work ethic, his drive, and uh, all really uh, leading to a productive season for him and his team so far. One of those other guys, Devin Shore, bit player most of the season, up and down. He's assigned to Bakersfield. He's back on the active roster. He's assigned to Bakersfield again. Where is he today? So McDavid's point streak ended last night. Shore kept his going. He has an assist in three straight games. And Jay Woodcroft had this to say on Devin Devin Shore's performance. Couldn't be happier for him. Great teammate, somebody who um, supports um, everyone within the organization. So for him to have that type of success that he's having since he kind of came into the lineup in Colorado, that's huge. And um, people in that room are very excited for him and in the end the better he plays the more competitive it is to find ice time for everybody in our forward grouping and that's what we want we want it to be competitive to get in into the lineup and we want it to be competitive for privileged ice time when you are in the lineup and mcdavid also appreciating shore's contributions Number 19 looks good on him. It's, uh, he's playing really well with it too. So um, you know, it's it's fun to see. You know, obviously he's a guy that um, you know um, it's kind of been up and down and in and out of the lineup, and um, to see him having success and consistently and in a big time of year when we really need it. Um, I know he's enjoying it, and I know that uh, our team is enjoying it uh, just as much for him. Yeah, that line of Shore, Ryan, and McLeod, pretty good last night. McLeod got the second goal that tied it up for the Oilers. Okay, so that game coming up tomorrow. The television call will be Chris Cuthbert. He's next. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.